2: Oh, hello, loves. It is uh, Bowerley on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Summer of twenty twenty three. Anyway, yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Good, good. Um. So anyway, last night, uh, very interesting evening in, uh, <laughs> in many respects. But um. <laughs> I got to laugh about it, man. I got to laugh about it. Anyway, so uh, they started off the uh, program talking about this uh, really awesome transgender person that I met, uh, male to female, and great conversation, great human being, and politically, we are so in sync on so many things. So when you think of the transgender community all thinks the same way about the same issues, that is not true any more than it is for the gay community or the bi community or uh, whatever. And uh, the conversation last night uh, has forced me to uh, reevaluate evaluate uh, my opinions on the whole transgender thing. Now, look, I don't think it's something kids ought to do Um Absolutely not, not until the full frontal lobe is developed. Uh, The individual with whom I spoke last night uh, started, I think, probably thirties or forties, somewhere in that time frame, and honestly, was just a wonderful human being, and had a tremendous conversation. And yes, people at the bar were looking at me as if I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but once I felt under the dress, I was pretty no, but uh, no, it's just it was totally cool, and it was totally non-lascivious, concupiscent, or salacious. All right, it was just a really good conversation. And then, I mean, it was an eventful night last night. Uh, And then um, I had a teacher walk up to me and she said, are you Tom Bowerly? And I said, unfortunately, yes. And she said, why do you hate school teachers? And I looked at her and said, why would you believe that I hate school teachers? And I think what happened is, uh, we used to have a guy working here who was like on a mission against teachers' unions. And I think that people hear what they want to hear sometimes. And I think that somehow that person's opinions got shifted onto me because I don't remember ever having said anything that would make any school teacher say Bowerly hates school teachers. Um, I could give you quotes from school teachers over the years that would be exhibit A, B, C, D, and E to say, "Yeah, that—that's—you uh, know—unfortunately. Look, um, the—the the problem with living a public life is that you live a public life, and uh, sometimes things are said about you and written about you over which you have absolutely, um, no control. And sometimes there are things in your personal life that, uh. You need to address um, and then, you know, move on from there. And This summer has obviously been uh, one of those times. But the um, school teachers, it's July, okay? You're not working right now. You're off. And I think this is a great chance. I would love to hear from school teachers about your jobs and what makes your job rewarding, what makes your job suck. And I'll tell you, I have a tremendous amount of respect for school teachers. And I am the beneficiary of a number of excellent school teachers over the years that I could and I probably will name at some point in the not-too-distant future who gave tremendous advice, which has stayed with me all of these years. I'm going to be 60 years old oh my god I hate saying that uh in September be a very lonely birthday but somehow we'll get through it but anyway uh 803-0930 is the uh, phone number star 930 on the cell phone 1-800-616-WBEN I want to hear from school teachers especially those of you who think that I hate you because I really don't I mean nothing could be further from the truth and I'm also a union member. Uh, let's go to Jen in Buffalo. Jen, you're on WPEN. Welcome.
0: Hi, hey, how are you today?
2: Hello, my love. I'm, yeah, uh, I am a, I'm healing.
0: I am, yeah, good. I am a Buffalo school teacher. I've been a teacher for over 12 years. Um, I work 12 months out of the year. Um, I teach summer school every year. Uh, So there is a misconception that some teachers do work only 10 months out of the year. Um, A lot of us special education teachers
2: work 12 months. But, you know, okay, the thing about school teachers only working like 10 months of the year, here's here's my argument on that. Every single person who bitches about school teachers not working a 12-month year, they all had the opportunity at some point in their lives to become school teachers, did they not?
0: Right, yes.
2: So why would you bitch and complain that somebody made a different decision than you did? I don't get it. Right, and
0: I and I love teaching. That's why I work 12 months out of the year. Um, I like visiting other schools. Uh, I like working with different children. Um, but it has gotten worse in the last eight, five, I would say five to eight years, Um A lot of the behaviors have been very disrespectful towards teachers, and it's put on us as classroom-managed behavior. Um, Administration comes up to you and tells you that's classroom-managed behavior versus administration behavior. So we could be teaching all day long, um, told in plain English to F off, and um, refuse to work refuse to do anything and distract the entire learning environment for all the students in the classroom. And it's it's always put on us to call the parents. And no nothing how does
2: that work out for you most of the time?
0: Most of the time the parents do not answer or they say they'll talk to the child and nothing and then the child comes back to school the next day with the same behavior.
2: Um, so, Okay, That uh, j- just let me interrupt here. That has got to be, I would imagine, one of the most frustrating parts of your job because when we were young, and look, there have always been problem children, okay? But for the most part, when we were young, when we were disciplined by teachers, when we were disciplined at home, it stuck. And whatever behavior got us into trouble initially – uh, either was reduced in frequency or ceased to be an issue. And what you're saying is now it doesn't matter.
0: And I was scared to come home if I was misbehaving in my school to come home to my parents. And that's the that's the problem is that the fear, not that we want children to be ever hurt by their parents, um, but there is no fear anymore. There is nothing, that nothing is taken away. Um, right. My parents, my mom volunteered at my elementary school. I worked, I went to a very small elementary Catholic school. Those nuns would take the bus home with us if we were misbehaving. Oh, they my. carried a paddle on their own. <laughs> they had a paddle around their uh, <laughs> <heaven. laughs> cabin. St-
2: somewhat sadistic <laughs> to me, but...
0: <laughs> but, I mean, I, I really, I my own kids... They wouldn't misbehave in school because I'll be in there in a second. But I would also be in there in, in a heartbeat if I had to defend them for something. Um, when my my son was was being treated unfairly at the school, I went in there um, and I stuck up for him. But nowadays, if anybody does anything wrong, it's the teacher's fault, um, and no matter if the child did something wrong, the parents will come in and blame us.
2: Okay, now, as, as a special needs teacher, may I ask you, again, without revealing too much personal information, exactly the kinds of special needs with which you need to deal?
0: Um, well, I work with emotionally disturbed children, um, mostly. Um, and that's usually in like a 611 or an 811 classroom. That's six students with right. one teacher, one assistant.
2: Um, you, I'm, I'm not trying to blow smoke here, but you have got to have the patience of Job to do that.
0: We do a lot of uh, time, uh, give them space. We have a calming corner. Um, I, I use, uh, we sit down and talk about things. Raising your voice will not will not um, solve any kind of a problem. So, it's always worked for
2: me. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if we raise our voice, we get in trouble as a teacher because of the administration's walking by. And hey, COs,
2: COs get in trouble for raising their voices these <laughs> days. You can't even swear at an inmate before somebody's going to write you up in Delta Wing. Oops. <laughs> Sorry to the guys in Delta Wing. Didn't mean to give anything away. Um, so, anyway, that is um, that is that is very interesting. Um, but you've been doing it for a while. I, I have a bunch of questions that I want to ask you, but i got to put you on hold, because so we've got to break for traffic here on WBEN. Um, I've been wanting to do this show... You have no idea for how long I've been wanting to do this show, but I want to hear from school teachers, and what prompted this conversation today is an unfair accusation last night that I hated school teachers and nothing could be further from the truth I don't know that anybody could single out anything that I've ever said that would be construed as hating school teachers now look some of the breast augmentation stuff in the contract not a real big fan of that but you cannot say that I hate school teachers. Um, why would I hate people who had such a profound impact on my life it just it doesn't add up. Um, and, again, like I said at the beginning of the hour, it's uh, sometimes public perception is very, very hard to overcome, and it does come with the territory, not going to lie. Bowerly, very uh, interesting night last night, which featured pretty much uh, pretty much everything. I mean, there was drama, there was tension, there was laughs, uh, there was frivolity, um, and, and there was a woman stripping in my kitchen. But only because she was dripping water. Well, she was very wet from the rainstorm, and uh, no, nothing, nothing happened. Come on, I mean, I'm a gentleman. Somebody says put my clothes in the dryer. I put the clothes in the dryer, and I'm a gentleman. All right. Uh, let's get back to the calls on uh, W B E N. And uh, Jen is a special ed teacher, um, and. You know, we was talking about the patience involved in that, and what what personality traits do you bring to the table that you believe are absolutely necessary for the specialty that you have?
0: Well, you definitely have to be patient. You definitely have to be. I have a calming a calming demeanor. Uh, you can't be assertive and aggressive because these kids can't handle any kind of aggression towards or loudness Um, you have to be witty (laughs) you got to have humor Um, you have to have you have to have some kind of respectful behavior responsible behavior to to demonstrate that for for as a role model to them Um, you definitely have to have creativity uh, a lot of the curriculum nowadays is um, right out of a book and right. it's pretty much taught um, you have to carry the teacher manual with you at all times all right. you have to um, it's it's pretty much spoken for you but if you if you just teach it that way it's very dry it's very boring and you, you, you it sucks the fun out of out of teaching anymore so
2: you, know, you have it, it would suck the creativity with- i mean i would think it would just suck the creativity right out of you and as a creative person that's not really good how how long do you envision uh being a teacher you're going to put in like how many more years before you call it a day
0: uh ideally i would like to work about uh 20 25 years um total um it depends on how long my husband has to retire and and what our financial situation is um, and that's another thing is that like a lot of people they they go into it for the money the money isn't i know plenty of people that have no college degree that are making way more money than me um, and it's not that we're fighting for more money but we have a lot of student loans we have a lot of We invest a lot of money into our curriculum. I plan all summer long for um, the following September. Um, So I work way more than 40 hours a week. And I'm not saying that nobody else does, but I I do work a lot.
2: Oh um, look, people! You know I'm on I'm on the radio four hours a day, five days a week. People think I only work 20 hours a week, which is a crock. I work 20 hours and 30 minutes a week. Um, by the way, I've always wanted to do this, Jen. The correct grammar would have been more money than I, not me. Right, right. I have always <laughs> wanted to correct the teacher. Yes, never happened before. Um, I am grateful for your call, and I hope uh, – call, call some of your teacher buddies and have them call in the next half hour, okay? Thank
0: you.
2: All right, my love. Thank you. Uh, I, I want to hear from school teachers um, because I personally think you've got a very, very difficult job. And I would like to hear from those of you who are not school teachers who got great advice from school teachers. and I can still remember some of the advice that uh, was given in elementary school at good old Brighton Elementary And it's kind of amazing that it has stayed with me for over half a century.
3: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
3: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Oh. Yeah. Trying to figure out what to do tonight. Is it the nerds? Is it Bobby J's? Is it back to the bars? I have no idea. But I can do whatever I please. Anyway, it is uh, 437 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is uh, Bowerly with you on a Friday. And if you're just joining us, welcome to the show. Uh, last night <laughs> last night was like truly one of the most bizarre nights of my life. Um... No, it it really it really was okay because uh, I mm, well uh, I I I may have gotten into a very in depth conversation with a transgender male to female, and I really like this person. Now, don't go thinking, hey, Bowerly did it. No, I did not. but it was very, it was very, very interesting. And I'm going to be the first to tell you that I know a lot of gay people. I know a lot of bi people. And even those folks, um, they don't understand the whole transgender thing. But I had a chance to uh, speak with this woman last night. And all I can say is really, how do I say this? Um really made me rethink some of what i have said over the years not all of what i've said over the years but some of what i've said over the years and just and when i say a beautiful person i mean a beautiful person um i enjoyed the conversation greatly and the funny thing is we agree on biological males not taking part in women's sports. We agree on if somebody is going to make a transition, they at least ought to have full frontal lobe development. And this individual transitioned male to female uh, probably in 30s or 40s. And uh, it was just – it was kind of funny too because people are giving me looks at the bar like I didn't know what I was doing and I knew damn well what I was doing. And uh, she got up to use the uh, little girl's room, as uh, she called it, and she walked back to the bar. And I just looked her right in the eyes and I said, so, are you? And sometimes the best questions are very direct and to the point. And it was, seriously, it was an absolutely wonderful, wonderful conversation. I have not spent that much time talking with a transgender person, not even on the phone on this show in my life. And don't take this the wrong way, you perverts. But um, I gave her my phone number and I said, hey, anytime you want to talk, talk. I'm a good listener. So I hope I hear from her. And no, it's, you know, come on. If I want that, I'll go to Bangkok where nobody knows me. But anyway, uh, was that out loud? Yes. Okay. So the other thing is um, I had a woman walk up to me, and she was a very attractive woman. And, you know, I kind of flattered myself at first. I thought, hey, what's going on here? And it was false flattery because she walked up to me, and she said, are you Tom Bowerly? And I looked at her, and I said, unfortunately, yes. And she said, Why do you hate school teachers? And I looked at her, I said, Where would you possibly get that idea? And we had a conversation. It was a very non confrontational conversation with this uh, young lady, okay? Um, but I don't know where rumors like that get started because I'm thinking back on five decades being on the radio and anything that I might have said that might be construed as hating school teachers. If you think that I hate school teachers, why don't you talk to Phil Rumor, okay, who obviously is no longer head of the BTF. Phil Rumor and I established a relationship about maybe two, three years ago, and do you think Phil Rumor is going to be a pal if I hate school teachers? Um, How about no? No. And school teachers, to me, uh, I think it has been – think it, i I've always thought it was a very, very honorable profession, being a school teacher. And the thing that gets me is when people call in and they say, well, they only work 10 months a year. Well, you know what? You could have done the same thing if you wanted to follow that career path. Uh, you could work 10 months a year as well. And uh, – People who get jealous over other people's schedules, uh, I, I find that to be very, very curious, and I would love to hear from school teachers in western New York because, look, most of you are not working right now. And most of you, during the school year, you're too tied up to call. Maybe some of you just retired so you don't have to worry about repercussions calling the show. And when you call in, you don't have to give me your real first name. I don't care. You don't have to give me the real uh, place in which you live. I don't care. But I want to find out what it is like to be a school teacher. And I will tell you that, uh, oh, let me give you the phone number, 803-0930. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1 800 616 WBEN. You know, it's interesting too how, um, as a school teacher, you might not be aware of the lasting impact that you have on people. And I don't know if you, and I would like your calls, by the way, if you're not a school teacher, but a school teacher gave you advice that you never forgot. 803 0930, star 930 and 1 800 616 WBEN. But uh, back at Old Brighton Elementary School. And folks, I have no idea why this stuck with me at the time and has stuck with me for a good half a century, okay? But uh, we had an art teacher, um, Mrs. Lenz, and she was a sweetheart. She really was. And I made a mistake doing something in art class. And I never quite understood art class, by the way, but we won't get into that right now. But what she told me has stayed with me my entire life. And it's something that I've actually used in my adult life. And what she said was, Tommy, a great artist does not erase his mistakes. He works around them. Do you have any idea how many times I have pulled that quote from my own brain when I screw something up? A great artist never erases his mistakes. He works around them. That is some of the best advice that I've ever received in my entire life. And I cannot be the only person to remember something that a school teacher said all those years ago uh, in terms of uh, advice. And I would love to hear uh, from people who are school teachers. Uh, you might be doing it now, you might be off for the summer, uh, you might have recently retired. Because I don't like the idea that there is this misconception out there that because I work at this radio station, I don't like school teachers. I mean, honestly, it's absolute nonsense. Nothing could be further from the truth. Um, You know, in, in my previous life, I was with somebody who was a school teacher for a very short period of time. Uh, who did not like the attitude of some of the teachers with whom she worked and got out of that profession, but you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, school te- like, what what about being a school teacher is the hardest part of the job? I would think, I would imagine that being told exactly what you have to say, on any given day, is dictated by somebody in Albany or a committee in Albany that basically establishes the curriculum and how you must teach it. Uh, That's got to be very frustrating for those of you who are particularly uh, creative. I'd love to hear from people who teach for a living. And this is your chance to call in because um, I'm going to presume that most of you are off of work All right. And I want I want to hear from school teachers, the good, the bad and the ugly. And I also want to hear from those of you who received advice from a teacher maybe many years ago that you've actually put into practice and have used. And uh, I will use names because I take full responsibility for any name that I use. I don't want you using names, however, because, you know, it might not be a good story. (laughs) It might not have had a happy ending. But 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. And personally, I happen to think there's a special place in heaven for those of you who have to teach special education. Uh, students. Also, the uh, English as a second language people. Um, And one of the individuals that I've known in life uh, works at a, let's see, a major urban school district in western New York. And basically, you want to talk about culture clashes. Um, (laughs) There are many of those culture clashes that take place in the classroom. And how do you properly teach somebody who is just not able to speak with any degree of fluency or any degree of accuracy the English language. That has got to be extremely frustrating. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. All of you who are school teachers, who think that uh, I have maligned you somehow, explain to me Seriously, explain to me how I have maligned you because I think you've got me confused with somebody else. And if you're going to accuse me of some I say this with a smile in my voice. If you're going to accuse me of something, make sure that you're accusing me of something that is actually accurate, okay? And to say that I don't like school teachers is extremely inaccurate. Like it couldn't be more inaccurate. Uh, let's get to uh, Fran in uh, Allentown on WBen. Hello, Fran. You are on the radio.
3: Hello, my dear. Um, my love. I was school.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna one up you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was a school teacher um, for seven years. I taught art from uh, five-year-olds up to twelve-year-olds. And um, I, it was a mistake thing. The kids would start crying when they made a mistake, and I used to say. Sometimes the mistake is the best part of the painting. Think about it, you know, work around it like what your teacher said. Yeah, and
2: for for those who didn't hear it, uh, an art teacher made a lasting impact on me when she said, a great artist never erases his mistakes, he works around them. And there have been so many times I've blown a show or I've blown an interview, and I've had that exact same thought, and it's stayed with me again, half a century. That's that's a profound impact that you can have on a kid.
3: Oh, yeah. and I, When the new five-year-olds would come in, inevitably there'd be a bug on, on the floor somewhere, and it'd be like a circle. I hear like a, you know four feet slamming down, and there'd be a circle. And I go, I walk over and say, what happened? And they go, there was a bug. I said, what'd you do? Well, we stopped on it. And I said to them, can you make a bug? And they said, no. And I said, well, let me tell you how you do it. You take a glass, and then you take a piece of paper, and you catch the bug, and you put it out in the bush outside the door because the bug doesn't want to be in here. And this last as they got older, and I would have, like, this whole line of kids. <laughs> the little ones teaching the kindergarten just to take the bug outside. They're going, this friend, we're taking the bug outside to put him in the bush. I'm like, okay, go ahead.
2: Well, you know, I mean, that, again, that is an interesting, that's a very interesting lesson. Um, and as an adult, I, I do the same thing. I, if there's a bug in my house, the last thing I do is kill it. I don't care if it is the biggest, blackest, hairiest, most horrible looking spider in the world. I take it outside. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? He took a wrong turn. And now he belongs in the wild. Hold on, Fran, if you would. Fran, an art teacher for several years talking about uh, school teachers. And I want to hear from those of you who teach school. And this is a great time. Uh, Mid-July, right? I'm putting the call out for school teachers because for some reason... The rumor is that I don't like school teachers. Actually, that I hate school teachers. And I'm going to tell you, nothing could be further from the truth. And I think I know how the rumor got started. I think what happens is people hear somebody say something and they think, well, it's on WBEN, so it must have been Bowerly. And... I'm searching my memory, and I can't. I really can't think of anything that would make anybody think that I hate school teachers. Uh, A little bit. It's a little bit frustrating. Not going to lie. Let's go back to Fran in uh, Allentown, art teacher who uh, obviously impacted plenty of uh, young minds. Why did you get out of it after what seven years?
3: Well, the classes started getting too big, um, and I I just I didn't have enough. assistance to help me with them because there's a great age span between five and 12 and you have to find things to interest them and I would teach them fine art they didn't know it but I was teaching them fine art and um it, it's just I got like 32 kids you know with sometimes like six five five-year-olds and there would be like conflict resolution you know he took this he got he he's copying me you know but but you know, getting back to like just teaching children, um, some of them would dissolve into tears when they made a mistake, and I would say, you know, being human, that's the way we learn from mistakes. If you're not making 25 mistakes a day, you're not trying hard enough.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, that's that's really good advice because uh, I mean, we have such a well, I don't know if this is true anymore, but we used to have such a drive to perfection. And when you fall into a lapse or you make a mistake, it can be a kind of a blow to your own self-esteem, your own ego. But at the same time, you know what? I mean, There's, there's got to be a balance between um, allowing a child to grow up and learn from mistakes and uh, coddling a child so much that they can't deal with mistakes as they get older. Oh,
3: no, no. I, 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 the top... 12-year-old girls have this uh, propensity for writing, like, the worst, the worst things on paper that you could possibly think of. And I happened to find one in the girls' bathroom. I knew who it was. (laughs) And she dissolved into tears. And I took her aside, and she was just crying and crying. She thought I was going to show her mother. And I said, Noelle, her name was. I said, Noelle, I'm not going to show this to your mother. I said, because this is kind of normal for your age, but She's going, don't do it again. And I told her, you know, the only way humans learn is by mistakes. You know, if you're not making 25 a day, you're not trying hard enough. And then she went, she was calmed down. But
2: it's. Yeah, you know what? That's that's a really that's a really excellent point uh, as far as mistakes. And of course, uh, as as grown-ups, Fran, you and I, we don't make any mistakes anymore. We live infallible lives, which are just rife with perfection.
3: I almost have a halo over my
2: head, almost. Yeah, and we all have great judgment <laughs> and are keen assessors of other people. Um, thank you very much. Yeah. I uh, appreciate. Welcome, I appreciate the call. Uh, good stuff. I want to hear from school teachers. Uh, frankly, uh, this is this is your show, and uh, again, it, it's not really about me because um, that would be kind of boring. But. When a school teacher walks up to me at a bar last night and says, Are you Tom Bowerly? And I say, Unfortunately. And she says, I hear you hate school teachers. I think we have a little bit of a communication problem that I think needs to be addressed because nothing could be further from the truth. 456 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Bowerly on a Friday, and at least it's going to be clear tonight, not like the uh, Noah's Ark deluge last night.